for life. <laughs> so fun to be with you guys again. We say that every time. Well, it's still fun though. Is it so fun? Yeah. After Why else years? would I show up? Because the crack uh, of dawn. Because you're into routine. <laughs> no. That's why you have no control over your life. You just do Excuse what you're supposed me? to do. <laughs> I get more done than you, and I have two small kids. Remember that. Fine, I feel bad <laughs> enough as it is. I'm just. Oh well. Now the topic of day is not shaming. Oh, yes, we could it is. talk about that. We could talk about shaming next next time. Shaming. Yeah, the parental uh, right to shame your children. No shame, shame, whatever. Ever reason for shaming uh-huh. um but today's topic is about when you old aha <laughs> uh-huh. is that why you want <laughs> no, me to no, show no, up today it's, not you're old. <laughs> it's about changing careers midlife yeah and we're not talking about like you're 20s and you're like oh i try a bit of this and of that and whatever uh-huh. it's more about like okay you got a job you got a profession you've done for a couple of years and suddenly you're like eh, and do something else aha uh-huh. you mean like when i stop being an actor so I can move to Sweden. <laughs> Were you an actor? Sure, sure. I, you can't find those films nowadays because oh they're, they're collector's items. <laughs> no. Ew. <laughs> Whatever that is. No, well, it's not that kind of film. <laughs> yeah, you said, you said, oh, you can't find it now. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't mean it was like X-rated or anything like that. It was like, Ish. No. sorry. That escalated fast. <laughs> exactly. We're always in the gutter. How do we get in the gutter so easily? Oh. So, why do you think is that relevant for you, this topic? I don't know, because I'm younger than you. <laughs> and so, I assume <laughs> that you just, you know, you think I know what people who are over 50 feel like. <laughs> just, I don't know. Uh. Well. Yes. Um, well, probably because, actually, I've had a lot of jobs. Okay, <laughs> tell me about it. Well, like real jobs that you worked for. Uh, I got paid for it. Yeah, but like jobs you worked for maybe more than a year, not just like, oh, a bit here a, and there. I was a paper boy for more than a year. A paper boy? Yeah. Like newspaper? Yeah, like you throw the newspaper up on people's balconies and go to collect the money. Wow. Well, nowadays they must be pimps out of and everything at the door. Out, don't of, pay you money. <laughs> out of uh, work because uh, paper and newspaper is not that a big deal anymore. Uh, okay, I guess not. Maybe mm. not. I know that's just showing how old I am because mm. <laughs> I remember like when people used to use... I, when I went to high school, you had to take classes in typing on a typing on a typewriter. <laughs> well, yeah. That's why I type with two fingers. I mean, two hands instead of two fingers. I can't do that. I have to use like all my fingers. Well, I'm self-learned. Well, safe thought. That's the way it goes. Okay. No, but let's see. I worked in a bank. Oh, as a janitor. No. <laughs> oh, because I'm black. Oh no. my gosh, that's so no. inappropriate. That's no, it. I'm never gonna talk to you again. No, I actually worked as a bank teller. Okay, handling the money. Really? Don't you need an ex- education for that? No. What? Oh, the count? Oh, okay. You just have to count. You got Wait, ten don't fingers. Don't have machines for that. I told you how old I am. <laughs> okay. People sorry. Their sacks of gold. And like, like, all right, that's uh, that's like, uh, you know, some dollars here. Let's print those up. You know. Um, no, but um, I went from working as a teller to working into. Uh, Accounts, account management. So people would come in and I was like, oh, you know, I'd like to start my account. I said, okay, well, what kind of account do you want? And then I would count the money when it came into the bank. Wow. So I'd sit in the room with like massive amounts of money <laughs> running through the machine three times, make sure it was all counted, it was all there. I was like, these people really trust me. I wonder what, could, how far could I get? <laughs> You're a black man. You should be careful. <laughs> you have a reputation, reputation to uphold. uphold? A good one. <laughs> 
Why do that when I could be a gangster? <laughs> no. And then, uh, let's see, I worked as a, in an ice cream shop. It was called the Scooping <laughs> Station. And they had these, these hot sandwiches you would make and ice cream. So that was a whole big combination. Oh, wow. Um, and that was actually, that was really, that was just a fun job. That's a perfect high school job. You're doing it because you want to talk to girls. And it was a good way to talk to girls. So they come in and you're funny and they come back. You're just like, <laughs> Oh, it reminds me what I worked with. That's good. What, just did, you, what did you work with? Well, just finish okay. your list okay. and I'll, I'll tell list. you. <laughs> and then I became like, oh, I worked in a gas station. <laughs> so in a full service gas station when people drive up and you're like, hi, sir, or hi, ma'am. Uh, you want me to fill that up for you? Let me check under the hood for you really quickly. You know, I just checked your tire pressure and it's a little bit low. You want me to fill that up for you? So you have the oh, accurate tire. Oh, wow. You know, and they come in and you'd have like, so you have a certain amount of time and you'd like, you'd have to do the windows. And then if their wiper blades were like not in good shape, you're like, you know, your wiper blades are getting low. We could change that for you right away while you're filling the gas up. Oh, I need some cash. Yeah. So we, and then we would get like, so they keep track of all your sales. And then you got like a little bonus based uh, on your sales and everything. Wow. So. But all of these jobs <laughs> you've done until now, um, did you do them when you were still in school? Or Yeah. So what I just named now, that's like high school in the first year of college. Okay. And then I became a, did my apprenticeship. And became a chef. So I was a chef, like an executive chef, for like ugh, 19 years. Do you miss it? Yeah, sometimes. I miss the power. <laughs> Absolute Plus power. people around. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You go, to, you go to your work every day and you walk in the kitchen. Everyone's like, okay, chef. Oh, no. What are we going to do, chef? And I'm like, you know, today it's time for us to get ready. All right, chef. Are you guys ready? Yes, chef. Did you do your station? Yes, chef. Because you know if you didn't, I'm going to fire you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, why don't you have this attitude when you come to church? <laughs> Sorry, if you didn't pray enough, I'm just going to fire you. <laughs> they will fire I, upon you. <laughs> fire! <laughs> That's because since I moved to Sweden, I've tried to to whittle that part of my life. No, that's away. fun. No, I, nah. I, can be, I can be really bossy and like really like... <clears throat> so I try not to be. I try to work really hard at not... Abusing my power or using my power. <laughs> you using my power. Whatever. Um, and then... Um, and so now like, you are? And now I'm working as a priest. Well, you still are in the position of power, though. Not really. It's a priest <laughs> in Sweden. <laughs> well, you have the power over divorce. You have the power over... Over divorce? What? Well, like, you're counseling people. You can tell how like, oh, you guys should get a divorce, you, definitely. Or meant. about marriage. Like, I will not marry you guys because you guys would just get a divorce. <laughs> nah, I work in the Church of Sweden. You can't really do that. Oh, wow. Like, you would have to have, to say no, you'd have to have really good reasons. Like, the guy comes in with a gun to the girl's head, or she comes in with a gun to his head. He says, you better marry me. And then I can say, well, you know, it's not really, you know, by choice. And so, therefore, I, I can say no. And then they put a gun on your head. You're like, okay. And then I'm like, hey, well, you know, I can change that. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, unfortunately. And, and most, and, and so, like, in our community, somebody might beginning ready to get divorced and they might come and talk to me mm -hmm. that's because we're kind of conservative and we're a little small church and everybody knows everybody so you can see when the stuff is happening because the guy comes in and you know she's got the frying pan still stuck in his head <laughs> and you know we have to pray to get that out and stuff like that so you know i want to but, see that happening <laughs> sorry no i don't but <laughs> the idea was because i was just gonna start naming names like what do you mean like <laughs> no i'm just keeping your secrets no um But um, um, but in the Church of Sweden, uh, so this is the largest 
Christian denomination in, in, in Sweden. It used to be the state church. People don't come to you when they're about to get divorced. They just tell you, I'm divorced. No, you just, you see them like... <laughs> On like Facebook. You, like you married them like 10 years ago. And I was like, hey, so how's everything? Oh, we got a divorce five years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. You, know, you don't write to me, so... No. Um, and, and people don't come in like when they get married, they don't come in for spiritual counseling. So it's not or like... Or just marriage counseling. It's not like seventh heaven, so, you know, mm-hmm. which was my favorite program. But, well, but you anyways, counsel so was, us, so that was a good thing. I know. You guys are still married. Obviously, you listen to stupid people, so... <laughs> 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 no, but then I was like... So when I moved to Sweden, I was 34, and which means that in 2007, when I was ordained, what would that be? 40? 30 to 40 years. Yeah, so no, no. I mean, like I must have been like. Oh, how old you were? Yeah, like well, dude, you gotta do that math. I must have been like you know, like forty-three. <laughs> oh, you got ordained when you were forty-three. Yeah, so oh, I was really old, man. No, maybe it, was, it has to be older than that, even, because I was like I was forty when I started studying theology. So <gasps> I was like forty-five. Wow, you were the old dude in yeah. school. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really strange. <laughs> I mean, it's always, and, it's, and it's been that way since I've come to Sweden. I've had to study more. And so I'm always like the old guy, like the grandpa in the room. But you, you know, know, I started going to school again. So I feel like I'm the old. You are the grandmother. Yeah, I'm the old one. Because <laughs> everyone is like, oh, I graduated last year. Blah, blah. I'm like, well, I graduated like seven years ago. But let's uh-huh, see so that. What have you been doing all this time? <laughs> well, popped out some kids. Did, well, did some working. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> and they're cute. <laughs> um yeah, so so I, I think that changing careers... Midlife. You know, <laughs> 40 is not midlife. It is if you live until 80. Well, Ooh, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, 80 is not, it's not like the so end. So it was, it, was, it was different going back to school. Mm-hmm. So it's different when you go to school and you're like 18, 19, 20. Because mm-hmm. you're the same age as everyone else. You can have fun. And then you go to school and you're 40. <laughs> and it just seems... Like, it must look weird to people, like to the teachers. Because you're thinking, like, I'm <laughs> teacher as Teacher might be as old as you. Yeah, I was. I'm as old as the, rec- the current rector. He was my first <laughs> teacher. Uh, shout out to James Storr. <laughs> and, um, and so he, <laughs> we're the same age. <laughs> and think, like, he's the teacher, the professor at school, at the seminary. And I'm hanging out with all these people who are, like, good stuff. 20 years younger like, than you. <laughs> yeah. They're like or in this case, maybe In their 20s or whatever. Younger. And I'm like, and we're all hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God, for uh, online uh, yeah. Zoom uh, lectures nowadays. <laughs> I don't have to hang out with anyone. <laughs> I know. Really. So, and that's, and that's kind of how, it, so that part of it, just, like, going back almost like to college, but with your your wisdom of the years mm-hmm. so what they you were matured yeah that was so weird because they were like get all upset oh my gosh this teacher just said this really big theory and now my faith is gonna die and i'm like what are you talking <laughs> about why do you listen to them <laughs> that's a professor they don't know anything they're all on crack they're just people <laughs> so and that became like because i was so much older so the professor mis- mis- mysticism the mystique wasn't there for me or people would come in with their life problems i'm just like so what <laughs> she dumped you. What why are you crying? Life for? goes on. I'm like, look at the school. There's all these other women here. <laughs> Pick one of them. Make their life miserable. Uh, <laughs> wow. So it so that and that was like one of the uh differences. And then you start working and you realize that 
Like when I was a chef, I felt like I, at the beginning of my life, career. And I was a priest. I was already old. Like I was like 45. But you were still young in your profession. You were like a kid in your profession. Nah. No, when you were a pastor. Nah. Like when you, no, what? What are you talking about? Because most of the people I went to school with, like when they're, they're like 26 when they got started. No, no, no. I mean like when, when you started your job or you started working. Uh-huh. I mean the people at your age... They yeah, the they were age. not they were not greens like you. No, no. The people might would have seen you and they're like, oh, but you have been a pastor for like ten years already, haven't like, you? So nope. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So that and that was and that was like, so there's a lot of different things you're going to change career. And one of the things is like, you have to sort of put yourself back into that mindset when you were like in your early twenties. Like I'm invincible. <laughs> I can do whatever. Because now it's like. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think remember like a couple of years ago, you're like, "Wait, Ed, you can get a job in my company." I was like, "I don't know if I could just make that change like that. <laughs> I mean, it would be so difficult. I can't do it." Because as you get older, you start thinking like, you know, you spend more money, so you're in more debt, and you're like, "Ooh, no, I, 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 oh, I, oh, I don't want to be poor again." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm about to just put on a degree on my existing degree. And I'm going back to school for that. So mm-hmm. I'm not really changing gears like that. I'm just upgrading. But still going oh, wow. to school now is it feels like I thought I was done. <laughs> like <laughs> like I, I closed that chapter in my life. Like go to university, I'm like, ah, I'm done. Whatever. I don't have to do this anymore. And now boop. Uh. Welcome back. <laughs> and my teacher said wow. today, she's like, Oh, I remember. I'm like, Yeah, you know, back in the days I was in this and this committee and she's like, Oh yeah, oh. yeah, I remember. I'm like, Whoa. Wow, that's really <laughs> depressing. <laughs> Well, look at me. Look at how I am. How could people not remember me? That's true. <laughs> I have nightmares about you every week. <laughs> I wake up and, and sweats. Lynn! And that's like, why is this Lynn person you keep screaming about? And I'm like, she's scary. <laughs> well, I think it's... it's um, I have less patience, but I think the good thing is, just as you said, that you're more grounded somehow. You yeah. you know, like, what what's the deal? What what is What's worth to worry about and what not? True. Hope, I mean, Cut out the drama. <laughs> hopefully, you'll like, like you won't be as distracted. Maybe when you're studying. Well, I have two small kids. One is six months almost, oh, and one no is four years. How easy! <laughs> yes, it is big time <laughs> distraction. Yeah, but don't you think it's harder though now that you have, like, you have to still go back and study just as much. But now you have these kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told my mom the other day, I'm like, you know, before maybe if I had three hours, I just had three hours, like I could uh-huh. study and do whatever now if i say three hours like i maybe at most i can study for 45 minutes mm-hmm. uninterrupted or one hour then wow. the kid wants wipe my butt change my diaper <laughs> i'm hungry okay 30 minutes go there yeah. and then again studying for like wipe their butt wow no but then wipe oh. their butt mom i have to clean my f-. And then she doesn't want to wash her hands couldn't do that and then oh, wow. then she's hungry again then she wants to have a movie oh, there's a lot of things going on and then Ooh. the tire screaming and he puked and then he's tired and he wants to have breast milk and then and then i go wow. and until i'm sitting down again like being in the mind of okay let's study this molecule how can you make it into a good drug and then maybe some kid is screaming again or something is going on you're like oh <laughs> That just gave so me a picture So it's not really <laughs> effective. Here you are as a mom thinking about how can I make this into a good drug? <laughs> just, 
Yeah, that, that's what that we picture. have now. Drug chemistry. Wow. It's kind of hard when you when the basics were like five years ago and you try to remember. What was that again? Really? Yeah. I was really hoping that you can make me some good stuff. Well, I'm learning. I'm learning to be a lacquimedus uh, designer. Really? So, uh, so they have like they have drug, like like Christian Duara of the of like the drug world. He's like he comes in. He's like, you know, what's this? They are twenty twenty one, and we've just got to get rid of all that old stuff. I mean, none of those amphetamines. I mean, I've just designed something that's really beautiful. Just look at it. So unique. And it it's was like, not about it's not about beautiful. I tell you, it's not about unique. Well, it could be about unique because then mm. you can monetize it, but. Mm. Um, It's more about like uh, having a good effect, like minimizing the side effects, having yeah. good stability, Making having sure good pharmacokinetics, <laughs> all of this stuff. And oh, for wow. that, you have to remember your basics in chemistry. And I'm like, oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> so if I ask you a question, what is H2O? Would that stump you? <laughs> no, but I remember that you use it for hydrolysis. So I'm like, and if you, you have a medication, if you have a drug that has a... Uh, ester group inside yeah. and you have some water it will <gasps> crack and that's bad because crack is always bad <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so no, bad no one would ever think leave, i ever studied chemistry talking leave, like this. leave the leave the daddy jokes at home <laughs> do, you, do you remember anything from chemistry yes you do yes except for I remember, the h2o i remember not to play with ethanol around fire <laughs> wow Well, that's a good uh, advice for people. Yeah. Well, I was actually back to our topic. Oh. I always um, felt like I wanted to be a teacher, so I might do oh, that really? in the future. <laughs> Maybe when I'm forty, I'm like, ah, let's do something else you for know, a couple of years. I'm gonna stop hanging out with people who are so much younger than me. <laughs> when I get to be forty, like that's some kind of milestone <laughs> in life. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> then be my fertility is. Well, my kids are probably like school age anyway. So what you gonna do? Have more kids. You'll be like one of those forty-five-year-old no. no, ladies no, 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 pumping no. out triplets. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a forever mom. You'll like, be like a mom drone I, or a forever <laughs> little kids mom. Like I, uh-huh. I always, I always want to be a mom because I always want to have my kids, but I don't want to like wipe butts when I'm forty-five. Really? Yeah. I can see myself wiping a butt or two right now. You know, fifty-nine, <laughs> still wiping on the butt. Like, <sighs> well, you should be wiping butt some grandchildren. No, it'll probably be my. No, it'll probably be my own. <laughs> <laughs> I pooped on myself again, honey. <laughs> That's why I married someone who's seven years younger than me, so you can wipe my butt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I'm glad she never listens to our podcast. Like, Maybe when we started, then she will hear this, man. <laughs> She's like, why do you always talk about me like that? It's not like I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's funny. <laughs> so you're saying, um, what, were, what were your reasons for <clears throat> changing careers? Aha. Uh-huh. That was that thing. That's God sending that angel into my room. If if God hadn't done that, so this is the truth. I know people don't believe that, but if God hadn't sent an angel into my room, I wouldn't have changed because I really liked my job. I liked working as a chef, and I had no intentions of changing. Really. And you got good pay. Everything was secure. People you were good at me. this. Yeah. People say, oh, hey, chef. They were like rocking on the street. Chef, oh, I really had your meal last night. It was like so divine. I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon Ramsay had nothing on me. I was like the Christian Gordon Ramsay. I didn't swear, but I sure yelled at people. And I'm like, "You're gonna get fired." <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> I was like, that's why I had to go to church every Sunday. It's like, dear Jesus, help me save my soul, because I think I just earned some hell points right now. Because <laughs> I was really mean yesterday. <laughs> so you're saying that 
because of this uh, life-changing divine en- encounter, yes. you uh, chose to just flip the coin. Well, I mean, I still had to accept it. So I still had to decide to walk away from my career. Oh. And it's still the same separation you know, anxiety of leaving something that you were secure in, that you like doing, that, that you thought good was good. At. Yeah. And leaving that and then uh, to do something totally different that has nothing at all to do with what you were doing before. And that was really scary. How did this experience enrich you? Would you say it has enriched you somehow? Yeah, I mean... I used to always say that, always believe that, like everything that happens in life, God somehow can turn that in the, into something good in the future. Mm-hmm. So all the crap of life becomes fertilizer for something good in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was Preach so divine. Because uh, <laughs> right now, bring your crap right here to the altar. And take that crap and bury it down under the praising hands of God. And it will become future. Oh, sorry. I'm just, it's, it's that African American thing. No. We, we were on the wrong, um, wrong channel. <laughs> channel. <laughs> well, now that we have Kamala Harris in the White House, I just feel like I've got to be more African American. Because she's not that black. Yes, she is. She's just a tan. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm not the same color as my mom. But anyway, that's, I'm like mom. No kidding. But, uh, where was? Oh yeah, <laughs> the change. Yeah. And so what happened was is that I, when I first started studying to become a priest and start working, I was thinking like, did I like I had this thought in my head, did I waste almost 20 years of my life? If this is what I'm supposed to be doing now, mm. did I waste 20 years? I mean, it made me like, I had to go through a period of accepting um, what I did was good then and that it may have reference now. So when I started working with young people, it turned out that all my cooking skills, because I really like cooking food. So a lot of youth groups that I've had, we've always started with a dinner. Mm. So we'll eat together and we'll talk about that. Like, so how was your week? And, and that shared experience, that, that service-mindedness, comes into play a lot. It just it has a different form now. Mm. So it's nothing was wasted or anything or um and and doing something different. So working as a priest is nothing like working in the restaurant. Um in the restaurant <laughs> You serve people. Yeah, I mean you you have to be a kind of a people person. So that there's some overlap there. Um but I but I felt like like when I worked in the restaurant when the food went out, first I knew that what I did was a good job because I trained really hard to do really good stuff. And then when people received that, they would always give me praise. So you got instant oh. confirmation. I mean, imagine, like, every day you go to work, and you have, like, a couple hundred people all screaming about, this was so great. Oh, my gosh. And you come out to the table, and people are clapping. I mean, every day you have... <laughs> you were, like, a superstar. Every day you have affirmation about how wonderful you are. And then you start working as a priest. And you kind of miss that. You miss <laughs> so you mean priests are not superstars? <laughs> Wow. When I have my collar on here in Sweden, I'm on the bus, people are like, oh, that's it, thanks to him. He's religious. <laughs> He's got the religious plague. You know, I'm like, I don't bite. Yes, you do. You might. And so it's, um, and so you you never know, like, um, so here's an example. One of the young girls I used to work with, well, she was like 12 when I first met her. Mm-hmm. And I was on the radio a couple of days ago. And who shows up to interview me? Who's the journalist? That girl? Yeah. Really? And so we're, she's like, oh my God, like everyone, we still talk about you and what you've been for us. I'm like, and then all of a sudden it made me think like, nothing's wasted, God. There's still <laughs> things happening. We talked and stuff and it's, it was so good to see her as a as an adult in her job thing, mm-hmm. you know, and just to think like, wow, maybe it's possible that that short few years of her life that we've journeyed together 
may have been With part impact. of yeah may have had a positive impact mm. so that's uh so that could be also something that something new happens in the new thing when you change your change your job it doesn't always have to be negative it could be the new thing even though it's scary it could be something that becomes just as big a blessing in your life as the old thing and you'll find that out too when you get to be 40 <laughs> <laughs> Well, I could do that earlier too, but I, okay, felt, whatever. I felt like having a secure income and, you know, yeah. taking care of my kids. Uh, and then I can get adventurous. Once they're like, okay, you can wipe your own butts. Great. It'll never happen. <laughs> All of your five kids still need help. They, they, Dad, can you wipe my butt? I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times do I have to do this? You're like 30 now. Come on. <laughs> wow! No, I didn't no. want. I would not want my mom to wipe my butt. <laughs> I don't want my mom to wipe my butt either. That would just be really embarrassing. <laughs> just like I don't know. When I was a baby, I didn't care, but I don't really want you looking at me, lady. So, what would you? Um, what advice to sum all of this up? Uh, what advice oh, would you give to people wow. who either like consider changing careers or are about made a decision or are about to t- transition? Um. Well, I mean, you have to sort of accept that it's going to be stages. There are going to be days, so as you're transitioning to the new thing, and there will be days when it's difficult, days where it feels like it's not worth it. And you'll look back at the old thing, and you'll, like, glorify it. You'll make it feel like, oh, it was so great. And you forget about how, like, all the rough days with that. Uh, so you want to have balance. And the other thing is that for every new thing that you do in your life, you're increasing the opportunity for your life to have meaning in so many different avenues and stuff. So it's actually really good for us, I think, as human beings to not just stuck. let your life, yeah, to get stuck, but to actually take the risk. Do Evolve. New, do, yeah, because you can always go, I can, well, not now, but now it's been like 30 years, but I can, <laughs> wow. That sounded old. <laughs> I just really, I know. I'm like, oh, wow. I spent 20 years of my life and that was 30 years ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, <laughs> but you can, uh, but um, but take the risk and do the new thing because you can always often go back to the old thing. So you're not really losing anything, but but in the new thing, accept the new phase, accept all the new challenges, and and grow in that. You know, if you embrace that, that transition could be really beneficial to your own personal development. I was thinking that it was also extra relevant in today's time because a lot of people lost their jobs due to Corona and mm. COVID-19 pandemic. Um, it could yeah. be in different industries if it's in um, travel industries like yeah. uh, flying, tourism, hotel, yeah. all of these things. I mean, people have to resettle because they think that sector will not recover as fast and will not be able to employ yeah. people back maybe in the same way. So a lot of people mm. have have to change Careers. Yeah, you do. I mean, I worked in a bowling alley once as a manager in the bowling alley. Um, and I did that for about a year and a half. And that's because we had uh, fallen on some really hard times and stuff like that. I needed a job. Um, and that job turned out to be really, like it wasn't, like I didn't think I was going to do this for my whole life. But during that time, it was really important. And, and there's a lot of really important lessons that I learned from that. Um, you know, you, you can't survive a lot of, lot of things that you think you can't. Mm. Um, and for everyone, especially the people who've lost their jobs mm-hmm. and maybe have to transition to other things, you know, don't get hung up on the prestige. Mm. Don't get hung up on, but I used to, you know, stay in the now, stay in the, you know, in what the present moment. Yeah. yeah. Do the things you got to do now and, and try to, you know, capitalize on those things. Mm. Sometimes those things will lead you to doors that never would have been opened if you hadn't been, you know, sometimes forced uh, to do something different and new. So. And we, nev- we nev- never know if the situation has to be permanent or not. 
No. no. So, <laughs> listening to your story, you had 1,000 jobs. And I mean, I Almost started, <laughs> I started babysitting, um, being a tutor. I also worked in a little shop where you sold mini donuts and cotton, cre cotton candy. <gasps> and I know how to make oh, cotton candy. That's really? Fun. Yeah. Why <laughs> did <laughs> Next time, you know, when Corona's over and we start to do something like for small families and stuff like on Can culture night. Co cotton candy. Yeah, that would be yeah. so much fun. Yeah, We can see you in action with your technique. Oh, I hate making cotton candy, really? but yeah, we I can do that. I love eating it. That's okay. <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you feel that, I will eat it. <laughs> so. um, yeah, and then I worked um, uh, as a cashier in a little shop. Really? Yeah. So, uh, Uh, I hate I hate handling money, so that's also why I hate working at the pharmacy where I have to handle money <coughs> because wow. I'm so bad and I always felt bad when the like did you count wrong or something? Or? Yeah, when when the cashier did not like when the machine and yeah. what we actually had was not <laughs> the same, and especially when it was oh, too little. I was yeah. always like, oh my gosh, I hate this. <laughs> like I really try, but I don't know why. How did they it teach wrong? you guys how to count money in Germany? <laughs> No, it's not. It's not about that. I mean, my uh, parents are very good with money. And yeah, I'm no. Like, no. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, and then when I came to Sweden, I started wiping butts, uh, or I worked in in elderly care. So oh, okay. <laughs> wiping butts, changing diapers, <laughs> like giving medicine. Street. No. <laughs> so I have my fair share of that, and then I finally finally wow. got a better job working at the pharmacy, and no butts inside. Not yet. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to. But what if you have to like give suppositories, like the drugs through the butt? Well, I'm not a nurse. Uh -huh, so you don't have to do that. No. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Except for my kids. <laughs> You're like, take this home, stick it in your butt. <laughs> well, I hope you guys got cheered up by this last story. Um, <laughs> it's it can be beneficial to change change gears, yeah. uh, even when you're getting older and you feel like I'm too old for this. Um, mm. I think you have to also think about the financial aspects because usually if you go into a new industry, you start lower. Yep, you do. Um, yeah, that was hard. That was. That was a that was a hard one. Get over. Mm. So that is something mm. you have to think about. But especially now in this Corona pandemic, you might not have a choice. No. So, uh, well, let's <laughs> leave it on the positive side. At uh. least you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's listening. Was like, you know, I was following you guys along, but now I'm just gonna go out and just I don't know. I'm just gonna drink beer. I don't know. I'm just. Warm beer. I'm just going to sit here and just, you know. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I hope you learned something from this episode. Yes, because... Got to know us a little bit better about all our weird work experiences. I still want to see you make cotton candy. While we, when we end this, I'm going to get some sugar <laughs> in a hair dryer. <laughs> no, it's not maybe a hair dryer. I don't know. You I have to have something that spins really fast. It's hot and I'll spins really fast. I'll take the hair dryer and I'll turn around really fast. No, you have to, like, something and it's... Anyway, okay. <laughs> you guys don't have to listen to this. <laughs> listen All into right. our next podcast, people. Yes, Send us you. in more topics. Yes. Um, the email is following quite soon in our episode here. And really, guys, let us know. Please. Please, and please stay tuned during this corona time period because we need you and you need us. Yes. Thanks for listening to us. Bye. Bye. <laughs>